Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Welcome back to Pretty Okay Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Welker. And I am Taylor Holman. And today we are coming to you live from my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is going to be a little bit like Where's Waldo? Yeah. And people are just going to have to guess where we're recording from. It's different every time lately, it feels like. But I mean, we're usually in a bedroom at some point. Yes. (laughs) Um, So last week we had our first episode back. Since being gone for six months, and then we also launched our rebrand, which I think went pretty well, don't you? I'm super stoked about it. Thank you guys for those of you who were excited about the rebrand and sent us some nice messages and all that and put up with our, uh, what do you call those things? Instagram <laughs> puzzle. I know they're annoying. I get it. But aesthetically, they're they're, they're nice for, yeah. <laughs> for this purpose. Yeah. The definition Creating of a clean slate. The definition of doing it for the gram. Exactly. Yep. So this week for our second episode, we are going to talk about something kind of timely, which is signs it's time to make a change in your career. And I mean, it's timely for me because I did it. Because you did it. And it also could be timely for other people because it's a new year. You know, it's still the middle of fucking COVID which I know has a lot of people reevaluating what they're doing with their with their work. So today we just kind of wanted to talk about maybe you're feeling some things, that little little tiny Dr. Corey voice in the back of your head. And is it time? Is it a smart move to make right now? So that's just what we're gonna we're gonna go over. Yeah, if you are thinking that you're gonna take part in this great resignation, <laughs> this episode is for you. The great resignation. That's right. I forgot that's what that's called. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it because there's a couple different facets from it, right? There's if you're employed by someone else and you're thinking about making a change, if you're self-employed, which a lot of our listeners are. So let's talk first about if you're employed by somebody else. I, so in my, my HR days, <laughs> I would always talk to, you know, CEOs and owners of the company who are like, "Ah, I think I want to fire so-and-so or I think so-and-so isn't working out, you know, coming at it from that perspective of like the boss wants to make a change. And I, I forget where I was, but I think it was the, I used to be in this really obnoxious, uh, rich white dude group Mm. called like (laughs) obnoxious. Oh God, what was the name of it? I can't remember. It was like something young entrepreneurs. I don't know, but it's like you had to be like under a certain age and have made over 2 million. I did not make that, but I was like the right hand (laughs) 
to a yeah. guy who was. So I went to a lot of events with him. And I remember one of, they had a lot of great speakers, which is why I went. Um, and I remember one of the speakers one time was like, the first time you're thinking about firing somebody is the sign that you should do it. Because once that thought enters your head, it A, enters for a reason, and B, is probably going to stick around and just fester. And I think the same applies to when you're thinking about making a change on your own. The first time you think about, I don't think I want to be here anymore, I think that's a pretty good indicator that it's almost time to move on. Yeah, and probably I think what keeps people from taking any sort of action at that point is that there tends to be a lot of things that need to get checked off the list before you feel comfortable making a significant change because the reality is most people don't have the luxury of just being like, well, fuck it. I'm done. (laughs) I'm quitting right now in this moment. Yep. (laughs) That's not, you know, if that is you, I applaud you. Yeah. But it's not not 99.9% of people that I know. Right. So, you know, when you have that that thought in your head where, you know, your, your guts are telling you something needs to change. What we want to talk about today are really some of like the introspective things that you should be thinking about, asking yourself, having conversations with others about so that you can feel confident about like making that super big decision. Yeah. But don't overthink it at the same time. (laughs) Don't overthink it, but don't underthink it. (laughs) You know, we really got a Goldilocks this moment. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because my brother literally just texted me and asked me if I know what if I've ever heard of WordPress. That's amazing. That's so funny. It's just further proof that my family has no idea what I do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyways, tangent one. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of factors to consider. Obviously, the logistics. Like, a, can you afford? to quit your job right now and B, do you have anything else lined up? Because I don't know. I mean, I I think it's, most people understand that it's smarter to look for a job while you currently have one because not only of the financial element, but also like, you know, I'm really put that gap in there where they're like, Mm -hmm. well, why haven't you been working for six months? Because it, not everybody magically gets a job, you know? Yeah. I'm curious if that's going to change. I don't know. I've been hearing it's harder. Like, I've been hearing that people are really struggling to find jobs. That's very true in this moment. I'm, like, with this whole great resignation, I'm curious if on the tail end, like, on the other side of this, Mm -hmm. because we have literally millions of people quitting their jobs right now. Yep. It was, like, four million people quit their jobs in November or December. Right. Something insane. So if you have, like such a statistically significant percentage of the workforce doing that, I'm going to hypothesize that on the, the, on the other side of this, that maybe a gap in employment won't be such a deal breaker for some employers. Sure. Yeah. No, I could see that. I think if you are able to use your time wisely, it'll look better. You know, if you're like, oh, well, I quit because X, Y, and Z. So what I did was I took a certification or I worked on these skills, you know, rather than just like, I decided I hated my job and I quit and then I just hung out until I found this one. That doesn't go down as nicely. Yeah, bad storytelling. Yeah, (laughs) bad storytelling. But I could definitely see that. It's, I mean, like we've said before, the rules are out the window with fucking COVID because who knows anymore? (laughs) Nobody knows anything. (laughs) 
We don't know anything. anything. You don't know anything. We know nothing. Uh, Okay. So, if you are thinking of making a change, it could be for different reasons. One of those reasons could be you've hit the ceiling. And I actually love that reason. Because I think that it's a good problem in a way. You know, depending on the circumstances. But essentially, like, if you have gone as high as you can go, and there's no more room for growth, let's move on. Let's find bigger, better things for you. Yeah, that's, like, probably the most empowered reason that you could say, I need to make a career change. Yes. Because you recognize the fact that you've, like, you've reached the end of the road. Right. And, like, this company or career or job no longer serves you. And it's actually and actively holding you back. Yep. I mean, like I said, a good problem to have. But if that's what you're feeling, that's, I mean, I think that's a great reason to make a change. Because otherwise, yeah, you're going to be stuck where you are and you're going to burn out. That's what's going to happen. Yep. So I think that if your list, if, as we go down this list of things, if you hear us talking about anything and you go, yeah, that is me. This one in particular, you should just like hit the ground running be incredibly motivated about getting out, finding a new thing. Yeah. Like starting in a new direction. This one I would have no hesitation. Yeah. About committing to the change. Totally. Because you're a qualified bitch and you can go get something new. You're a head bitch in charge. <laughs> H-B-I-C. <laughs> I did refrain from actually saying the acronym because I thought I would botch it. Oh, so. no, you didn't. I mean, you would have gotten there. Uh, I'm just proud of you for remembering what it was. <laughs> So I think we should we should probably do a follow up episode on like so you've decided to make a career change yeah. now what because today we're just gonna talk about signs it's time yeah because that's an episode in its own um, you know on the flip side of you've hit the ceiling as you've been passed up for that promotion too many times because when you're working for the man sometimes you get fucking screwed and it happens yep this is politics yep. usually and- nepotism. Politics, sexism, we can go down the list. All the isms. All the isms that'll fuck up your career path. But also, sometimes it's just, like, if you don't have an incredibly close relationship with or connection to whoever is a layer or two above you, Mm -hmm. like, this is one of those instances where you need to be on someone's radar, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's not the case, that's another thing that contributes to getting passed up when you really are, like, the perfect person for the job. Right. Which, emotionally, that fucking sucks. Totally. Absolutely. And I will say, too, that because I have experience with this on a familial level, (laughs) my family doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's okay, be self-aware enough to know when you're getting passed up for a promotion because you're not the right person for the promotion and don't let that be like a driving factor that's like, oh, I'm pissed that I didn't get that promotion so I'm going to quit. Well, take a step back and look at it and say, okay, who got it and why? Why didn't I get it? And if there's, you know, a, a sound reasoning there for why maybe someone else got it over you, I wouldn't necessarily put that as your catalyst for, for leaving your current role. But if it's, like, undoubtedly, like, no, it's been, like, three times, I have done all the things, I've checked all the boxes, and you're still getting screwed over, then yes. Yep. 
Bye. Yep. Because no one is entitled to anything. That's the moral of this exactly. little story. Yes. No one is entitled. But if you've worked your ass off and you are the better worker and the ideal person for the role, that's another story. Yep. But yes, you know how I feel about entitlement. Oh. oh I don't like we it. We could do a whole episode on that. I don't like it. <laughs> this lot. episode is going to be one of the ones where we're actively yeah. like planning out other episodes. Yep. <laughs> Tiny little branches just shooting out. Pew, yep. pew. All right. So, I mean, okay. Also with that, you know, you've, it kind of ties back into obviously that you hit the ceiling, but when you're not being challenged and you're no longer interested in your work, that's not just a, a job change. That's potentially like a career. Mm-hmm. What am I doing with my life kind of change? And that's a big one. Yep. And yep. I think a lot of people are doing that right now. Yes. For sure. What am I doing with my life in all caps? Uh-huh. <laughs> Possibly yep. bold, maybe even italicized. Yep. Bunch of question marks slash ex... Nope. <laughs> what are the words? Question, question marks mark, exclamation, exclamation points. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you're just like, when you wake up every day and you're like, oh, I gotta go do this fucking shit again. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's not a great sign. And I say that with the awareness that it's a privilege to be able to have a job, right? Where you can feel that way and make a change about it. A lot of people are not in that position. You know, they have to do the job they have because that's what they can do. But if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're probably more on the creative side of things. You're more on, you know, that self-starter side of things. So you have that opportunity as well. Um, so it's it's something that you want to make sure that you're you're tuned into. Yep. And especially if you are one of the younger folks out there. Yes. Right? Like, which I still don't bust into the younger fo- I mean, you're younger than I am, but I feel like I'm still one of the younger folks because I'm, I'm not yet 40. I might be, you know, on the, the downward side of the 35 to 40, but like it is, I, I, I consider myself to be way too young to be not challenged by or not interested totally. with my the work that I do. Yes. Because I have a lot of working years ahead of me. Exactly. And so when you get to that point, especially when you're in the millennial, I don't know if we have any Gen Z folks <laughs> listening to their podcast. I would doubt it. They're babies. They're babies. Um, <laughs> no but offense, if you're, Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. No offense. We love you. We hate you. We hate all the things you have. You we make us do on social media. everything you're, you're yeah. about. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you're a millennial and you are feeling like these emotions about your work, you, like I said, you are far too young to become apathetic about what it is you're doing. Right. I think that being in that kind of in between range of like, we're adults, you know, (laughs) we're, we're grown ass women, but yes, we have a lot of working years left on our plate. Now is not the time to just be like, well, I'm just going to write it out because it's a long it's a time. long time to write it we out. We did our, uh, our yearly financial planning the other day and just kind of like started, my husband and I, I mean, and you know, we were re-looking at our retirement plans and like what we need to do in order to retire by X date. And I was just like, oh my God, there's so much more time left. <laughs> So much more working time. (laughs) So now is, you know, we're all too young to be doing shit we hate, you guys. Yep. This is another one of those things that, in my book, 
is a don't hesitate. Yes, I, I agree. I think that sometimes there's an opportunity to, like, if you're lucky and you're in an organization that has different levels to it and different opportunities where you could go to the higher ups and say, I would like to try something new. Like that's, there's always that chance, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to bounce anyways, because you are hating the work you're doing, it doesn't hurt if there's something else in the company where you can go and say, Hey, I'm really interested in, in trying this, like in moving to this department or something like that. Um, if there's not, then good riddance. Bye-bye. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of those higher ups. Higher ups. Mm. Those fucking, fucking white dudes. Just kidding. I mean, yeah. But if you don't admire or don't respect your higher ups, definitely time to do some serious reevaluation about where you're working and who you're working for. Yeah. I mean, the respect one is such a big one. If you don't have any respect for the people who are above you, like that's going to make everything so much harder. Mm -hmm. And it's going to create a lot of resentment, which is just going to fester. And I've already used the word fester like twice this episode, but I mean, it's, it's, it's spot on for the feeling. It's very appropriate. And it sucks to put all your time and energy into working for someone that you don't respect because yeah. it's like, it makes you feel bitter. Mm-hmm. You're like, why am I giving this person all of my talent and time when I don't respect them? Mm-hmm. I think this is related to the reason why, I mean, not just, it definitely matters for consumers, right? Like yeah, the, especially the Gen Zers out there, millennials too, but we want to buy from people and companies and organizations that align with our core values. Yep. And so that definitely applies to who we want to work for. So when you're looking at making a career change, if the respect and admiration part is something that you are, or something that's like driving you out of your current organization, then I would really take some time to like look into and ask about the core values of the company, right? right? Like, what do they stand for? What good are they trying to do in the world? Like, what's their mission? Yep. And I know, too, from firsthand experience, that a company can say their core values are one thing, and the management can do something completely different. So even if, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so excited to work for this company because they have these values, but then you get in there and Joe Schmo is like, a dickhead. A dickhead. <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, it happens. It happens more often than not, and it's a bummer. But you take it Yep. in stride. What's the, is it glass door mm-hmm. that you can see? Yeah. And I also know, like, there are subreddits about companies. Oh, yeah. Like, right? You can really dig into finding out what people actually think about the company and its culture and the managers and all that kind of stuff. So don't be afraid to like do that kind of research. No. And you should do that kind of research. I actually really like Glassdoor because the companies have no control over it. They can't remove reviews. They can't see reviews. Like it's totally separate. Um, and I, you know, when I was making the transition from glitter guide to Solly baby and I was kind of talking to a few other companies, like, 
I had one that I was pretty interested in. And then I looked at Glassdoor and I went, ooh, mm-hmm. nope, that looks toxic as hell. And the yes. thing that's important to look at is the dates. Yes. If the dates are recent, red flag, run away. Yep. But if they're, you know, like older. Yeah, because that person might not be right. there anymore. Things might have changed. But yep. if it's recent, you should just run as fast as you can. Yes. And that's what I did. Yes, about face. <laughs> Yeah. About face. But yeah, so if you're if you're not respecting the people that are above you, that's a good good sign it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and if those people above you are contributing to a toxic work environment, yeah. You have you need no justification to leave. No. No. I know we said that there are a lot of working years left, but life is too short to be in a toxic working environment. Like it's just it trickles down into your entire life and there's no space for that. Nope. So if you are in a toxic work environment and there's no sign of it changing, especially if it's coming from management, if it's coming from management, you can just assume it's not going to change. Correct. (laughs) You got to get out. Yep. I would say that's, I mean, hitting the ceiling is, is a really good catalyst. I would say the toxic work environment is like, okay, bye. Yep. Like, that's my number one. Yep. I'm not going to fuck with that. Nope. And that's been the reason that I've left places. Yep. So. Same. Unfortunately, it's more common than we would all want to think. Right. And it can be subtle, too, yeah. is the thing. Like, it can be really subtle. Um, but if you feel it, you know, and you find yourself going to therapy and complaining about work every single time... <laughs> might have a toxic work environment or if work sends you to therapy right right (laughs) uh yeah yeah ding 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 we have a winner yeah so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about instead if you're self-employed you own the business but you're starting to feel that itch that that that's time to move on or make a change what are some signs that you know our listeners should be on the lookout for Yeah, and this first one that I have in my notes is an interesting one. Yeah. But, so before I, like, give you the explanation, I should probably tell the listeners what (laughs) is in my notes. What is in your notes, T? Uh, So, you continually choose work over anything else. I don't know what that's like. Just kidding. (laughs) I mean... Just kidding. I have... There have been times in my life where I have, like, chosen work over other things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it's exercise, maybe it's just, like, not working after dinner, right? Like, some of these things can be big or small. Yeah. But despite the fact that you have to be incredibly dedicated when you are self-employed, like most things in life, there is a line to cross sure and when you become obsessive about it or it becomes like a crutch for you to retreat into mm-hmm. that's kind of what i'm talking about been there that i have been at that one work over other things because like the situation just feels so big and so you basically are digging yourself into a hole right yep we we're going through photos 
literally this weekend on Steven's iPad trying to clear out some stuff. And there were a bunch of photos that he had taken when I was in the hospital with Milo Mm. that I had not seen before. And one of them was literally me drugged up about to give birth on my laptop. And I was like, why did I have my laptop out? And he's like, you were working. (laughs) I'm like, I was on the pain meds and I was working. Someone should have stopped me. (laughs) Like, But I couldn't stop myself because I was the one in charge of me. Yep. You know? And it's like, I felt that that was important to do literally as I'm waiting for a baby to pop out of my body. Like, not okay. Not okay. I mean, there are lots of... It's a really funny picture, though, by the way. (laughs) I'm going to have to see it. I'm going to request to see this picture. Um, But... You know, like, there's a lot to unpack if you are, if you are this person right now. And Sam and I are not the people that unpack it for you. <laughs> you should quite literally I mean, go I to did therapy. it. I moved. You moved. I moved you, on. You did move on. But you are, like, in therapy still, right? I haven't been in therapy for a while. No. Oh, me too. But you, like. COVID. You probably have your own version of Dr. Uh, Ad Dr. Corey that sits on your shoulder. Sure. So you have more tools in the toolbox. Yes. But if you, it, so I'll be more specific. Okay. If this is, if you're listening and this is you in this moment of time and this is the first time you've experienced this and you've not ever gone to therapy before, this is a great reason to go to therapy. Yes. Big time. And make a very significant change yep. in your life. Agree. A hundred percent. Yes. So we'll just end it there. Don't be the person in the hospital bed with a laptop. <laughs> No one should yeah. be working on fentanyl anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, there's literally no need to be a martyr. Right. Right? Right. Like, that's, I think, a good way of summing it up. Like, there's yep. no fucking reason to do that kind of shit. Yep. Um, And then kind of on the flip side of that, you know, you're looking at your business and suddenly you're realizing that the numbers don't add up anymore. Mm-hmm. And that happens. It does happen. And it's a bummer. But it happens. Yep. I mean... Running a business, building a business is really, really, really hard. Yeah. And, like, if you if you had set up those poor formas. <laughs> <laughs> not to remember, guys, we didn't actually suggest that you set up a pro forma. But, basically, if you, at one point, had done projections for your business and you were super excited about how the numbers looked, you're like, I'm going to be so fucking rich. And then it doesn't shake out that way. You're not the only person who's going to have like been really excited about something, started a, a business, and not had it pan out. Right. Right. Because there are just there are so many factors that impact a business, and sometimes it's just timing. Mm-hmm. And if the timing, I don't, hope you guys didn't hear that weird sound that just came out of my stomach. <laughs> I mean, I heard it, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but, you know, this is why people tune in. Because we just, you know, we just Roll with speak. It. We just tell it how it is. Um, but, yeah, so if it doesn't shake out and the numbers, like, aren't going to be what you need to pay your bills and save for the future and grow the business or even pay yourself. Mm-hmm then it's probably time to look, like, start exploring other ideas or other ways or other businesses or other opportunities that you might have. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think we talked about this in our How to Launch a Business Without Losing Your Goddamn Mind series, but, like, 
new businesses fail 90% of the time in the first two years because that's just the way it works. Um, especially if maybe you've tried to launch a business during COVID. Like, that's a whole clusterfuck on its own. But if you're someone who's been in business for a while, you're maybe not necessarily a like, brand new business. Say it's like been five years or more. But now, try as you might, the numbers aren't stacking up the way you want them to. It could be a sign that it's time to make a change. Yeah. I mean, to be brutally honest, like, Source Co. is, is kind of in this situation where half of the, more than half the time we've been in business has been during COVID. Right. And so we experienced, like, we were on track for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then things were really good. But now, you know, COVID is, like, the gift that keeps on giving. I know it. <laughs> Isn't it? Right? <laughs> and so, like, the company just, it, the, the numbers aren't growing at the rate that they once were. Sure. And so, that is informing decisions we're making about how we're going to do business. Mm-hmm. And some of that is just, like, out of our control. Because yeah. I can push us, you know, I can try to push harder, but is it worth but pushing But do you want harder? to push harder? That's the thing. If you're looking at it and you're going, okay, in order to make this work, I need to ramp this up or I need to get rid of all of these people or all of these things that are going to hurt you and make you feel any of the ways that we've talked about earlier in this episode, you know, like not wanting to do the work, not excited about it. Is it worth it to keep keep pushing or keep beating a dead horse? I hate yep. that phrase. It makes me sad, but... It's yeah, it's it is a sad turn of phrase, but it's really sad. You no, know, I definitely also <laughs> use it. That's just got to be a bummer <laughs> podcast. Oh man, um, so the other thing that's like re- definitely related to the numbers not adding up anymore uh, are the opportunity costs. Yeah. So. And in case you've never heard the phrase opportunity cost before. <laughs> it's right up there with poor form. <laughs> it's right up there. I mean, it's basically the cost of the time that you've put into something that you didn't actually get money for. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's also what are the things that because you were spending your time on Project X... What did you say no to, and how much could you have made from those things? Right. I hope that that makes sense to you all. If not, <laughs> please Google it. It's not super tangible. It's, it's not. It's definitely something that's more, I mean, you can't really, like, put it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. I mean, if you, you try. know, like, how much, I guess, to put it even more simply, it's like, how much do you value your own time at? Sure. And then how much of that did you give away or invest in this opportunity without actually getting a cash payment? Right. That's even better. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking at that that number and you're going, okay, I've been doing this for a while now and the returns on this are not great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Could be saying it's time to move on. Yep. Yeah. So it happens. Uh, it does happen. Um, and I think that if, if you're 
thinking, well, I just, if I just do this for one more year, you know, it's, you have to be kind of police yourself Mm -hmm. on it. You know, if you, if you've been doing it for a while and it's still not happening, got to be realistic. You've got to look at it, what it is for what it is and make some hard decisions. Yep. No one said this was going to be a fun, cheery episode. I know. Sorry, guys. I mean, literally, as I was typing out this outline, I was like, how do we make this not so downer? But this is reality, right? Like, life is full of needing to make really difficult decisions. Yeah. And a lot of the times in order to make those decisions, it sometimes can be like the ones that are like the best ones you could ever make for yourself, like the most right. impactful ones. Sometimes you just got to like go through this messy exercise of like thinking of all the reasons why shit's fucked. <laughs> and then you can come out the other side. Exactly. I mean, we started with the one positive one. You hit the ceiling. You did. Good on you. And make then, a tra- oh, career change. out of control. <laughs> if you're not doing amazing and hitting the ceiling, here are the rest of the episodes for you. <laughs> <laughs> In that vein, <laughs> sometimes when you own a business, you just lose the fucking motivation and the drive, and you just don't want to do it anymore. Yep. Because burnout is real, my friends. Yep. And if you're feeling burnt out, you know, it's like we talked about with the, when you're, even when you're employed with someone else, if you're not challenged or interested in your work anymore, that can happen when you own the company. I think it's almost more likely. Cause, oh, yeah. you know... When you start a, a business, you don't really, unless you've, like, unless this ain't your first rodeo. Right. You don't really know what you're signing up for. Yep. And so. And most people don't, which is why I had so many consulting clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like, wait, I don't just get to make something and Correct. then sell it and that's it? Correct. Like, if you <laughs> want to bake pies, when you start a bakery or a pie baking business, you're not going to bake pies very much, actually. Right. Like, most of your time is going to be spent doing all this other shit. Yes. That you don't like and don't want to do. Yeah. So, it is it is really hard to stay motivated and excited yeah. and driven about keeping your business alive unless you're a stubborn motherfucker like I am. Right. Who <laughs> just, like, accepts... No, never. Yes, no. But I mean, like, it, it's it's a hump that you almost have to get over in a way because, you know, so say you're launching a business. This is a little bit of a tangent, but just for people listening. Say you've launched a business, you're a florist, and your business is taking off and it's doing really well. But you're finding yourself doing bookkeeping and client emails and all of this stuff that you don't want to spend your time on. You want to be playing with flowers. Mm-hmm eventually you can get to the point where you hire somebody to take that stuff on. But everybody goes through the phase where they have to do all the things. You just have to. Unless you have, like, mommy money or something. You know, somebody you've got money where you can afford to hire somebody to take this stuff on from the get-go, which pretty much very rarely ever happens. Um, So it is a hump to get over for those people starting a newer business. That said... Again, you've been in business for a while. Maybe you have those people and you still don't have the motivation to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes back to that client that we talked about on last mm-hmm. week's episode where she's had a successful business for a while, but she's been presented with this opportunity, you know, to work for someone else. 
great. Yeah, why not? Like, I mean, I just did the same thing where it's like, I'm going to change what I'm doing and I'm going to do it for someone else and I'm going to shift priorities and focus a bit here because I need to mm-hmm. for my own sake, mm-hmm. um, which I think kind of takes us into the next kind of section pretty <laughs> the, well. The deepest, darkest the hole. deep, dark <laughs> hole of, of regardless of who gives you money. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. This is really a very straightforward... I'm going to, like, put a bunch of pictures of, like, puppies in the show notes or yes. something. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Please, if you own a puppy or a kitty. My bra just opened in the middle of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> See? We're here for comic relief. We're here for it. Um, yes, if you have a small cuddly animal nearby, <laughs> please go grab said cuddly animal for yep. this last little yep. bit because, yeah, uh, emotional support animals are perfect for yep. for this section. So, yeah, regardless of whether someone sends you a paycheck or you have to hustle for your income, it's time to really consider making a career change if your stress is manifesting physically. Mm-hmm. Which can look like what? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it can manifest in like fluctuations in your weight, mm-hmm. changes in your skin. Mm-hmm. For me, it manifested as hair loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, there's Not a... your sleep. It can fuck with your sleep. Yeah, your sleep. That's Brett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, if you develop an ulcer... <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. Ulcers are a pretty good sign. <laughs> I mean, I'm dying over here laughing about these things because... I mean, honestly, I am... I am guilty of not taking my physical manifestations seriously at the start. Well, there, there's, like, a... You go, you go into denial with yes, it. Yes. One hundred percent. You get you get into denial, you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. This but is stress crazy. can cause so it can wreak fucking havoc on you physically, mentally, emotionally. Yep. So you have to, you know, and we say this as two people who are not good at it, but you have to be self aware and mm-hmm. be able to acknowledge, like, oh, maybe my work is making me sick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Depressed. going to therapy. Got me to that point. Yeah. So now I have the self-awareness to, like, see where things might be ebbing and flowing. But right. it is a hard slap across the face of reality. If your body yeah. is if your body is changing mm-hmm. and you, finger quote, don't know why, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably way too fucking stressed out for your own good. Yes. And I know a lot of people, too, and I've had a lot of friends have the where they're like going to the doctor for this they want tests for this because they're like oh I've I'm dealing with these issues and I know there's something wrong with me yeah Yeah. it must be my thyroid it's always the thyroid it's always the fucking thyroid (laughs) I have I have a what's the disease that all the people in Hollywood have um hyperthyroidism no it's like Justin Bieber has it I swear it's not a real thing doesn't he have Lyme disease that's what it is (laughs) Lyme disease I'm like it's not real um it's stress (laughs) not real thing sorry if you have Lyme disease and you're listening to this and you hate me um but I mean it's you know stress just really Mm -hmm. it manifests as so many things Mm -hmm. it's crazy so 
So listen to your body. Yeah. For sure. And your mind. Yeah. If you're feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're feeling depressed, I hope we don't have to tell you to make a change in your job. I hope, like, that you know that it's it's the best thing you can do yes. is to pinpoint the source of what is causing your depression. Obviously chemical depression is a different thing, yep. different story. We're talking situational here. Yep. Um, if you're, if your job is at the end of the day, you're like, I fucking hate this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Gotta yep. go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, the other thing is if you have passed the point of like, not caring and it is pure apathy and you Mm -hmm. feel dead to the world (laughs) yeah you're like i am just doing this to get my paycheck and i'm done yep yeah phoning it in yeah and you're really phoning it in again i know it's a privilege to say that yes i totally get that it's a privilege and i want to acknowledge that but you know if you're in a place where you're in a job and you hate it you've stopped caring about what you're doing you just show up and it's like autopilot. You don't want to do that for the next like 30 something years. No. Nope. What did I figure out the other day that I'm going to work for another 35 years minimum before I can retire? Yeah. I'm not even 35 yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other lifetime for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. So. You'll find us. As the the Golden Girls version of the Pretty Okay podcast. I love it. I can't wait. Although, R.I.P. Betty White. (laughs) Yeah. So, the last point. Yep. Which you put down, which I... (laughs) Did you LOL? I did. I did LOL when I saw it. Uh, So, if you've been researching things like, should I change my career? Or, should I quit my job? Ding, 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 ding. Like I said at the very beginning of the episode, the first time you have that thought is probably the time it's time to make a change look at how fucking full circle we made this and we didn't even plan it no you we didn't, didn't even know i was i didn't even know that. that i know dude that was good uh, look at us <laughs> <laughs> and this you know this can show up in a a different way too where for me you know i'm scrolling linkedin like looking at what people are up to and then i see a job posting and i go oh i could do that oh that'd be fun i should do that you know, if you're lo- if you're just like looking and you come across something and your first thought is, I should stop what I'm doing and do that. Mm-hmm. It's a good sign mm-hmm. that it's time to make a change. Yep. That's my two cents and my most recent personal experience. Thanks, LinkedIn. <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. We need LinkedIn. I actually, Asana, hate LinkedIn though. And QuickBooks. Have you ever, like, gone down the rabbit hole of LinkedIn? Yes. Like, and what people post? Yes. It's so schmoozy. I, like, the the whole tone of it all I, is not my jam. It's not my jam. <sighs> but, yeah, I know you we know, need it. I get it. And it's becoming, well, it's not becoming. It has been a marketing channel for yep. certain people for yep. quite a long time. So as a marketing consultant, I need to yep. stay abreast of the things. I get it. I'm with you. I, I feel that way about a lot of, of platforms. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. yeah. No, LinkedIn makes me feel gross. Every time I go on it, I'm like, oh, I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it from us for our second episode of 2022, season four. If you have not 
please leave a rating, review, all that good stuff. It's been a long time since we've had any new reviews. Come on, guys. So, I'm like, hey, man, 2022, let's shake some shit up. Yeah. Hey, I'll sweeten the deal. <laughs> oh, tell but me. But wait, there's more. Tell me. If you leave a review, I will send you a free set of Source Co. acrylic styling blocks. Whoa. Five people. Whoa, that's bribing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> deal. Is it quid pro quo? No, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. it is. No, do it. If you but leave yeah. a review, send us a DM with the screenshot. Yeah. And- and the first five people to do it, I'll send Can you... Can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've already... I think Love does a review. <laughs> I'll send you $20 if you can figure out which review is mine. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right. But anyways, show notes will be up on prettyokpodcast.com. If you haven't checked out the new website yet, please do. We're very proud of our cute new look. Um, and then other than that, we will be back in a couple weeks. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.